This is Masks Off. I am Tia Fagan. And I'm Kim Gross. Who are you behind the masks you wear? We are here to have real conversations about how to live a more empowered and authentic life. So join us, remove your masks, live your life. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Masks Off. I'm Kim. And I'm Tia. And we are so excited. We have another guest with us today. Today we have with us Tanya Otterstein-Lease, and she is from Canada. And in a moment, I'm going to let her introduce herself, but we're so, I'm so excited for this topic today. I can't even wait to dive in and hear your thoughts and your take on self-love. It's always such a hard concept for me to understand and to implement in my life. So I'm super excited for today. But before we dive in, let me begin with our quote, as we always do. So today's quote is by Louise Hay. And the quote is, you have been criticizing yourself for years, and it hasn't worked. Try approving of yourself and see what happens. Like just so simplistic and yet so hard. So anyway, before we talk about that, Tanya, in your words, because it just comes out best if you do it naturally and organically rather than me reading, I welcome you, invite you to introduce yourself. Thank you for having me here. I'm really, really excited about our topic. Uh, so yeah, I'm Tanya Artisan-Lees from Canada, and I am a mindset self-care coach and a little bit of fitness professional as well. Awesome. awesome. We're so excited to have you yes. here and super excited to talk about self-care, switching our mindset and how we treat ourselves, self-love, all of that. And so it's so important. I know the work you do of helping women understand and really get more in touch with themselves and to begin to love themselves as they are. So let's start off the conversation and see where it goes with why is that so hard for women to actually really accept and love themselves as they are? What do you see as challenging or, and how do you break through, switch that mindset into inviting them to say, you know what, you're enough. So share, share with us what your thoughts are. Yeah. Great, great topic as mentioned earlier, because, you know, often we, as women, we look in the mirror and we see ourselves as things we don't like about ourselves versus what we love about ourselves. And often that mindset can come back from what happened in the past. It can be through years up to today, messages we're seeing, voices we're hearing, things people said to us. And we often as well will compare ourselves to other women out there and again that drops our whole value and when we constantly constantly tell ourselves all these negative things about who we are all these negative words to describe ourselves it's really hard to shift that mindset and start seeing who you are as someone with value as someone who's important and to simply love yourself and be kind. I mean, we thrive at 
noticing other women, how beautiful they are, how kind they are. We thrive at giving other women compliments, but how often do we do it ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. And it's so important to realize that, you know, what I always say uh, to women, to clients is, and I I'm, do it myself, and I'm not going to say I'm guilty for it, because guilty again, puts herself in a negative mindset yeah. but I will hear those negative thoughts I will have those negative thoughts when I look in the mirror but that's okay I mean we're all human right we all have these thoughts however what I end up doing then and what I share with my clients and other women is allow yourself to hear that but then shift it and give yourself a double up with two compliments so look in the mirror in the morning and maybe you got more another wrinkle maybe i have more grace however look at your beautiful eyes look at your beautiful smile you are that person that that person who is staring back at you in the mirror that beautiful person and when you start to do little things like that make daily habits out of it it becomes you know very uh, real to help shift your mindset. And, you know, it, it's, uh, it's something that can be hard to do because those deep-seated emotions that are so locked within our soul, those deep-seated negative emotions of not liking ourselves, of, you know, look at these clothes, I put on weight and I can't put on these shorts with warmer weather coming. I can't put on a bathing suit. What are people going to say about me, right? Mm -hmm. Or what am I, why am I eating the, this cookie? And it just goes on and on and on and on and on. And they're so deep seated. When you make the choice and you give yourself permission to allow yourself to, what I say is release, unharness those deep set emotions and to release them and acknowledge them. But then, as we mentioned at the beginning, double up with that positive word. And it could be a simple word is love, as in love who I am, love what I do, love the power I give others. So it's such a deep conversation and there's so <laughs> much, you know, so much to this, to, you know, this message that, uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing how uh, baby steps can go a long way, right? And, and how to not look at somebody else, say, look where they are, how did they get there? And they're this brilliant, brilliant person. I want to be like them. Well, don't think they're not going through the same struggles or same mindset that you are, right? Mm -hmm. Instead, say, okay, I'll look up to this person and what's something I can do to help bring me there. Yes. And that comparison piece always gets in the way because we don't ever know another person's experience. And I love the, the doubling up. Yeah. I think that's such a great idea, you know, because I don't know the exact number off the top of my head, but I know we tend to think so many more negative thoughts, but if we consciously and purposefully bring in more positives and more acknowledgements, because there is always something to find within us that we can celebrate no matter yeah. what. It's, yeah. But we've been conditioned not to see that or to see it in others, but not within ourselves. So do you notice that's something that's simple for people to grasp or it takes time? Oh my gosh, it takes time, right? Yeah. It, it does take time. I mean, when people say, well, Tanya, you're, you know, this, 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 and it's like, you know what? It doesn't happen overnight. Right. This journey I'm on started 25 years ago mm -hmm. and it's not going anywhere, right? <laughs> it's not going anywhere. 
But when people think, oh my gosh, that, that long already, it's taken that long and it's still, it's like, yeah, but it's, it's just becomes a part of you. It just becomes a part of you. And it is hard at the beginning. I'm, I'm not going to, you know, throw mm-hmm. that away at all that it's hard when you've been constantly denying yourself that self-love. It's really hard when you're constantly denying yourself a self-compliment, that resilience. Mm-hmm. But when you again take that baby step, that one simple phrase every day, and it, it it's work. It, you have to make it happen because, you know, at the end of the day, who's going to give you a compliment every day? You are. You need to do it. And whether it's putting a sticky note on a mirror, whether it's writing in a gratitude every day, whether it's simply sitting there, closing your eyes and taking those three minutes, those five minutes to, okay, how am I feeling today? You know? What led me to these emotions I'm having today? Mm-hmm. Allow yourself to recognize that. Then that journey, those daily habits become easier, become simplified, become a part mm-hmm. of your life. And, you know, it's, it's this journey never, never ends. Right. Never ends. And Tia, something you mentioned earlier too, it, you know, this word popped out at me. It's, it's, not letting the ifs and the shoulds change your mindset. Because often if you say, oh, you know, but if I start valuing who I am, who I am what's so-and-so going to say? And what's so-and-so going to think? And if I do that, will this change? Or will this person not like me anymore? Oh my gosh, at the end of the day, you need to love yourself. Because it doesn't matter how many times maybe someone else gives you a compliment. If you don't believe it yourself then that doesn't matter. You need to to begin with saying, okay, what lightens my day? What brightens my day that I do? What's something I enjoy? What's something I can do every day to keep me on this road of self-discovery? I I have um, found that for myself, because back at the beginning of my journey, just giving myself positive self affirmations. Mm -hmm. It just didn't work. It was like it hit a Teflon armor and just bounced off of me because I had so much healing that I needed to do. Right. So a lot of times, well, I'm just going to speak for myself. Yeah. It was hard for me to have self-love, self-compassion because I didn't feel worthy. I didn't feel enough. And that's like, When I do work with clients with the hypnosis at the root of all of their presenting Mm -hmm. issues, the underneath, underneath, underneath is I'm not, I don't feel enough. I don't feel worthy of love. So it was for me, I had to be on this journey of healing, of healing that so that I wasn't comparing as much and I still do compare and contrast because I wear that perfection mask and every mask that Tia and I have talked about on this podcast is all part of healing, right? It's all healing from within so that, you know, the perfection mask, when I look in the mirror and I couldn't just sit there in the mirror and say, Oh, I'm beautiful. I'm beautiful. I'm beautiful. Or, you know, it was, 
Brene Brown talks about the shame gremlins, right? In her books and the shame gremlins that I had were not just about my body image or my like eating issues, but it was also like about my parenting. Like I wasn't a good enough mom or I wasn't worthy enough because I was a stay at home mom and I didn't go and earn an income. There's all these little shame gremlins that go on and there's a whole group of them for women. And then there's a whole group of them for men that Brene Brown writes about so well. But you know, when you have that shame and you don't have that love, that self-love, and you don't feel worthy of love and belonging, it was so hard for me to, if I said the words, they felt so empty. But then as I healed the holes within me and I was on the healing journey, then as you mentioned just a moment ago, that little by little as it heals, then it's like a little more, it can seep in. And now like when I'm trying to organize my day, even just uh, recently in the last week or two, couple weeks, I've been really making sure that even if it's 10 or 15 minutes, I'm doing yoga every day. Now I'm increasing my water and making sure that I'm drinking water, just like these little nourishing things that are for my body. And T and I, we talk about nourishing the body, mind, and spirit all the time. Every time that I do a little piece of that and put a drop in the bucket, mm-hmm. that is an expression of self-love. Yeah. And that's what makes me feel more worthy of, ta- of loving myself because I'm putting myself first, which is so hard for moms, which is so hard for women to put ourselves first. So the more that I do that, the more that I'm showing myself. Now, do I still have a shame gremlins about what I'm eating and how much I'm eating? And but yes, I am. But like you said, it's a lifelong journey, right? It's it's progress, not perfection. Mm-hmm. And catching myself when I'm in the moment of criticizing myself. Oh, there goes my inner critic. And then pause and then come back around. And how can I reword that or as you which is beautiful double up yeah yeah you know Kim you're so right it's it's you know sharing a little bit my own story as well excuse me it's you know how you said it's filling it's that drop of water in a bucket right like when we look at water it's beautiful it's relaxing it's flowing Mm. there's something about it so you know fill that river that that bucket with your own words and and just let go, right? Let go. And I think of letting go, I think really ties into my own story as well, where, um, you know, where I had, I was bullied in primary school, specifically from grade four to six. Um, And then in secondary school or middle school, I was sexually harassed by a boy for two years where I finally just had enough. And I said, you touch me one more time, I'm reporting you. And he stopped, right? Um, And then, you know, the first two grades of high school, I was bullied by two specific teenagers. Uh, And then, you know, and for eight years in my 20s, I was in a verbally abusive relationship and has nothing to do with my upbringing. My parents were the most loving, giving, you name it, supportive parents, but I never told them what I went through. Mm -hmm. I was almost ashamed. I was scared because I didn't want them blaming themselves for what I was going Mm -hmm. through. But then... You know, I just, I ended that with the power in me, ended this eight-year relationship and said, 
I do not deserve this anymore from you. I am worth more than you. Like, goodbye. Don't ever come back. And then I want on a full two-year healing journey. Wow. And that two-year healing journey is like, I'm not going to get into any relationship. I need to know who I am, what I want in life. And the first thing that came to my mind was, who deserves to have me in their life? Mm. It wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It wasn't. Okay. What, what, how can I change? What do I need to Mm do? Someone to love me. It was like, who deserves to have me? And it was just that light bulb moment. And that's where the journey began. You know, I'm 52 and I have a son and a daughter and the power I try to instill in them is, you know, because I see a lot of myself in my son and, and, you know, I was stealing that empowering, you know, loving yourself, especially I teach my daughter and she's way up there. I think I've really taught, instilled her, which is wonderful. Sometimes it's, it's like overwhelming. It's like, woo, you're wrong. You're let everyone push you around, which is great, right? Um, and my son's a little bit more um, resistant on that, but I think he just value, values that, you know, honoring other people um, and honoring who he is. So, you know, when you said that healing journey, Kim, is so true, right? It's that light bulb moment when we realize like, whoa, okay, this is now I need to make myself, like you said, every day I need to make time for myself. And yeah, as moms, it's hard, but I feel that, you know, for any young moms listening out there, when you become a mom who dedicates time to herself, you end up instilling power and you become a better mom overall right and what you teach is because yeah like there's days I had my son was colicky like I'm talking day to night he was quiet when he stopped or when he when he was um sleeping is the only time he wasn't colicky but I still you know my husband come home and he's like okay I need five minutes to myself <laughs> and then you know later and a daughter coming but I still made time you know three days a week to exercise I had them just at the at the gym uh, daycare center there yeah. but you know, as women, it's okay to to get those deep-seated emotions out. It's okay to give yourself those five minutes, those 10 minutes, that one minute every day. It's okay to to recognize there's days where you just are not giving yourself value and not loving yourself, and that's okay. And even recognizing that to say, it's okay. Oh my gosh, that is self-love. That is loving who you are instead of silencing it on top of all the other things you've silenced. Say, whoa, okay, Mm -hmm. I recognize this and I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Yeah. And that's so important because we can't be in that positive mindset all the time. That's not life. And so the more we can accept hey, today's just a rough day. Today, my kids are demanding a lot more of me. They're having a hard time. You know, colicky baby is, I had two colicky babies. I understand at the same time. You know, it's like, okay, this is really rough right now. But you know what? I'm just going to keep putting a foot in front of the other and I'm going to be okay with it's a rough day. I, you know, the only thing I could do for myself was get a drink of water, but I did that. Yeah. At least drink a little water, so or I took an extra 30 seconds in the bathroom, whatever it is. So I think it's such an important part to add that you brought up is that we're not talking about self-love, like you just put yourself up on this pedestal and you stay up there. 
And when the minute you step off, you're in shame or guilt that you're not still up putting yourself up at the top of the pedestal. It's, it's the dance. It's like, you know what, today's a little rougher, but you know what, tomorrow's going to be a different day or the next moment's going to be different. Yeah. We don't become attached to those old versions of what people told us we were like, mm-hmm. you know, you had the bullying. So you were like, I'm not going to take those voices mm-hmm. that those kids put on me. I'm done. And you took that beautiful time for yourself. And I, I think too, acknowledging that when we do this, particularly as moms, like you said, it makes us a better mom and it helps model for our children that they can learn to think great things and see the beauty in themselves because we are doing that and honoring ourselves. Yeah. How can they do it if we're not doing it? Yeah. And you know what? You're, you're actually giving them a voice to mm-hmm. let them know it's okay. I mean, my kids are teenagers now, right? Uh, 15 and 18. And when you give yourself a voice and, and let them know, right. And as, let women out there know as well. Like, you know, when I think of the whole raising of them, you know, were there times where I was not happy with them? And I say, you know what? I really love you too, but I don't like you too right now. Mm-hmm. And giving them the reasons why. And same with other women, letting them know. Like, and I, I let my spouse know too that, you know what? I'm really not happy right now. Uh, I just need these five minutes or, you know, I don't appreciate uh, you being upset about this. Like, it's okay. You know, when, when you silence your own voice, you don't feel important anymore. And when, you know, I hear other women and we talked about this beginning is like, what if they're upset with me because I voiced my own opinion? Well, they're voicing their opinion, mm-hmm. right? And when I think about, you know, when I worked other places, like I would let my coworkers know, like, hey, this is not okay. And if, if they're not happy about what I said, whether it be a family member, whether it be a coworker, you know what? The onus is on them, not on me. If I can't speak how I'm feeling and if I can't speak about what's not okay, that's not, that's not up to me to decide if they're going to be okay, right? I always, I always say to people that I rather have you tell me how you're feeling. I rather have you know you don't like this rather than letting eat up inside of you. Honesty is so important, right? And if someone's upset with you, that's okay, right? Because the more you keep it inside, the more you're going to just be eaten up, eaten up, eaten up. It's kind of like, you know, when we talk about release the negative people in your life. And that that's, I know that's another topic, but you know, I think about a friendship I had and, and I, I, I hear people, it's, really talking about it out there now and that's why I'm going to mention it because again it does it does tie lovely into valuing who you are lovely you know loving who you are I had a friendship for 10 years and and the last you know this was a while ago now in the last three years it's just like I didn't appreciate anymore the way she was talking with me I didn't appreciate anymore the things she was saying about me or other people and all these different actions and I finally said you know what I'm going to remember the great things we had but I'm sorry I, I cannot be friends with you anymore. And had I had those battles in my mind, what if, you know, what's she going to say about this? But what if, and she says this to other people, should I or shouldn't I? Had I listened to those battling mindset 
every time I would, you know, meet up with this person, it would be like, oh my God, I got to, I got to meet, meet up with her. And I, right. Women go yeah, through like, it all the when, time. When do I get to leave now? How yeah, long do I have yeah. to be here? <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. But when you honor at the end of the day, do you want to go through your whole day thinking, oh my gosh, tonight I have to get together with them. Or do you want to just go on with your day and say, okay, as hard as it was, I'm a better off not having them in my life anymore. So again, honoring who you are, honoring how you're feeling, loving who you are, giving yourself the validation of making the choice, giving yourself permission of making the choice because we give so many other people choices, we give so other, many other you know, people permission. But as a woman, do you allow yourself to do it? And do you allow yourself to be okay with it? Are you kind with it afterwards? Or do you battle again about, should I have really done that? Mm-hmm. So I have a question. Oh, sorry, Tia. No, you were no. Gonna, okay. <laughs> I was just going to say, do you have um, any like recommendations or pointers for women who might be listening and saying, yes, okay, I hear you, Tanya. I hear what you're saying. And yet I still feel stuck and I still... Yeah. Because I know I've struggled with it and can struggle with it if, you know, I um, was or can be. I'm a recovering people pleaser. (laughs) Let me put it that way. And if you fear rejection, fear abandonment, that can be really hard to give yourself that voice and say and speak up. because, Because the fear is if I speak up and I use my voice then my, whether it's my kids or my spouse or a family member, someone that's close to me, if I speak up and I use my voice, there's the fear of disapproval of rejection or abandonment. And yes, it is old and it is childhood stuff, no doubt. And if a person is still stuck in that energy, do you have any advice or recommendations on how to maybe even get started or take a baby step. Yeah, it, it can be hard, right? When it when it's a family member. Yeah. You know, I how I tell women people to approach it is to sit down, first of all, and write it down. Find your whys, right? Why mm-hmm. do I feel this way? What is it that's causing me to feel this way? Find those whys. And then it's easier for you then to go and say to that person, you know what, you're, as, you know, you're really important to me and because they could be a family member and I'm, I'm going to take family member mm-hmm. here. You know, you're really important to me and I love who you are. But at the same time, I'm feeling like this because of, and give them that reason why Because maybe they don't even know they're doing it, right? Maybe they don't even know they're doing it. And it's it's so important to begin with that that positive reinforcement, I'll say, because we know what that is. I think most people know what that is. And you're right. There you might get really ticked off and say, well, I'm out of here. It's like okay, well, I'm, I, I'm still here for you no matter what. I'm still here. I love you no matter what. But I feel that 
for us to still have a strong bond, it's important you feel this way. And yes, it's going to be a struggle. And there might be people that are saying, but I can't do that. But I can't do that. Right? Then write it in a letter. Write it in a letter. Uh, you know, I've, I've even had people write it in a letter and then just say, okay, I'm going to release everything I'm feeling, put a match to it and let it go. And sometimes that's the healing they need because mm-hmm. it could be past things that happen. It's that letting go and forgive and forget. Um, family members are still probably going to be in your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, and another thing too, I say to people often when it's, it's large, okay, we can't do it right now, but when they get into that family gatherings, I often say, put a white light, a white bubble mm-hmm. around yourself. So you can reflect any negativity that might come towards you. So right. try and put a white bubble, imagine a white protective bubble around you. And when you've left, you might feel totally, totally drained. So that's the moment for you just to, okay, on this drive home or when I get home, I'm just going to sit here for three minutes, you know, Mm -hmm. and just release, release, release all this negative energy that I have taken in. Because, yeah, there's, there's, there are times where that person is always going to be a part of your life no matter what. But there's things, those tools, those tips that I just shared with you, they can help. They can help. And we're not looking for perfection in that. You know, we can't put the wall up so high because there are interactions. There is history. There is all that emotional stuff, you know, and part of this is healing. Actually, the most important part is, you know, the inner work and the inner healing And then as you create those boundaries, they don't always feel good to begin with, but over time and as you practice and you have that energetic boundary where you're still physically there, but it's like, okay, that's yours, this is mine, and I'm not going to let your negativity or your projections come in as deeply as I used to. And it does seem weird the first few times you do that, um, but it is really powerful. And like you said, then taking that time to take care of yourself after those strong emotional interactions, whether it's, you know what, they're not listening. So I'm just going to stay quiet and I'm just going to witness. I mean, that's also honoring yourself. Yeah. 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 I love to hear how you said that. It's just stay silent and even say to yourselves like, okay, I don't like what they just said, but I'm just going to let it go. And I'm not going to let it fester inside. Right. 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 Because then that, negative energy (laughs) you feel it and then it gets inside you so yeah I love how you said it's just like I'm not going to get into this argument I'm not going to fester I'm just going to be silent (laughs) and it comes back to Kim and I talk about this a lot too it's like what can you control you can only control yourself your thoughts your actions you can't control the others you can express should you choose to express what you're not okay with And then it's up to you to hold that boundary because people are going to cross our boundaries all the time because they're projecting, they're not recognizing another's experience because of their own wounds, inner wounds. And so I'm just going to be here and I'm going to take care of myself. I always call, I always think of it as like, I'm going to go to my little happy place in this big group. (laughs) I'm just going to witness and observe. Yeah. And if the barbs are coming, it's like, nope. Yeah. Nope. 
But it is exhausting. It is. You know what? And even then, if you want, when you come home to write it down, write down, get everything off your chest. Like, oh, I'm so angry because da, 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 da. Get it off your chest. Don't worry about spelling, grammar, nothing. Get it off. Get it out. And then it's gone. And then, you know, if you want to light a match and let it burn as well, it's like, watch it. It's gone. (laughs) And again, it's that practice, right? It's doing those little tips, those little steps that we just talked about every day. And, and, you know, if it's like, oh, I forgot to do it. It's okay. Just do it right now. You know, if it's a week later, if it's a month later, do it right now. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So I think that's an important piece too. You know, if you forget for a little bit, you're human. And that's, we don't have to go into self-shame there. It'd be like, oh, instead of saying, oh, I forgot for a week. Look, I just remembered right now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that simple little mindset switch. Like, hey, life took over. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't some, mindful and that's okay. Exactly. And, you know, there's um, there's a lot of books out there too, you know, like lovely resources as well. Uh, I mean, as it was part of my healing journey as well, I just turned to different kind of books, right? Mm-hmm. And, and um, just having them as a resource or, you know, there's um, some magazines out there as well, publications. Um, because sometimes you need that little bit of inspiration as well uh, that a book has and you can go back and read it right a chapter or a few words or how you began your podcast with that beautiful quote Uh, quotes are beautiful for reflection right and and oftentimes I find that you know maybe you're sitting there and all of a sudden a word or a quote or a thought comes to your mind just stick with that for a second. It's like, oh, because that popped her for a reason. It's right. probably you needed to hear it right now or that thought needed to come to your mind right now for a reason. So take that 30 seconds. It's like, oh, sit with it. It's like, mm-hmm. okay. because it it happened for a reason I always believe that things happen uh, often things happen for a reason it's those signs and those symbols and it's taking a moment to recognize it and it doesn't take long and uh, you know maybe you were battling something and a beautiful bird caught your eye Mm -hmm. maybe you were battling something and this vision came to your mind that's there for a reason that's there to help you heal that's Mm -hmm. there to help you raise that self-love within yourself. Mm. So we've been talking throughout the whole episode, we've been talking about self-love indirectly and somewhat directly. Do you have anything else that you can add that you would, or words that you would use to define self-love? Because it can be such a convoluted term, right? Mm Self-love. What is self-love? Does it mean I'm telling, do you know what I'm saying? So is it any kind of clearer, more concrete way that you can define or describe self-love? Yeah, self-love, self-care to me is almost, it's basically fundamentally the same thing. Is doing something for yourself every day that makes you feel great inside. That gives you that, oh, that felt good, right? Mm-hmm. That is self-love. That is self-care because it's doing something for yourself. It's like, showing yourself you needed this showing yourself that you're giving what you need you're giving that moment that to me is self-love and recognizing that yeah that's beautiful Mm -hmm. so good any other questions or thoughts that 
you have Tia? I think we're at a great place. I mean, we can always talk about self-care and self-love. There's so many aspects to it. And I love, you know, and when you do those little steps, it's showing that you're worthy and that you're worth it because you are. Every single person listening is worth having those moments for themselves and honoring where they're at right now in this moment and what they need right now. So, yeah. Um, Do you have any final words before we do our rapid fire five questions at the end? Are you good? Oh, me? (laughs) (laughs) I should have been talking with Kim. Yeah, thank you, Tia, very much. It's something I always... uh, I always say to people, and this is before you, so two things here. Before you go to bed at night, as you lie in bed, think about the best thing that happened. Because no matter what, there is something that was the best, whether it was the sun shining on your face, whether you had green lights on your journey to where you were driving, right? Whether it's just the wind was blowing nice, but there's always something that happened that's wonderful. And then when you wake up in the morning, open the blinds, open the window, let the light in and think about what you are grateful for. Mm -hmm. Write it down or, you know, again, when you open up, just lie in bed. I like to stretch and say, it's going to be a wonderful day. Mm -hmm. And it helps, right? Even if it's going to be a hard day, just that it's going to be a great day. That makes Mm -hmm. it so much easier to get it through that, possibly that rough day you're going to have. Right. Right. And I love that you're setting the intention for the day and then you're wrapping up and closing with the great gratitude or the beauty that you found in the day. Yeah. It's a nice full circle before you pull the sheets up and turn the lights off. Love that. Kim, anything before I go to the questions? Nope. I'm complete. All right. So we always wrap up with these questions. So our, you know, we're masks off, right? So perfectionist masks, people pleaser mask, whatever. What's one of the most prominent masks that you either currently wear or you've worked really hard at taking off? Really hard at taking off is not trying to please everybody. Mm-hmm. Simple put. Yeah. It, it, it can be so many things to different people, but mine is, yeah, stop trying to please everybody. Because mm-hmm. then we abandon ourselves in the process often. Yeah, yeah the people pleaser mask is really, really popular with women in particular. Yeah. So if you could go anywhere in the world right now, where would you go? I like where I am right now. Oh, I love that answer. I like where I am right now because. Oh, that's a strong one. I can feel the emotional chakra. <laughs> I feel because when we search for other things, if we want to travel, but you know what? You're going to come back to where you are. So the, when you see the beauty all around you and what you have is right there in front of your eyes, why would I want to be every, anywhere else? I have, you know, I have everything I need. I, I, I have the beauty of the weather. I have my family. Why would I want to escape that? I have what I need to sit outside and just be in the moment. So yeah, I'm where I want to be. I'm where I love that. Love that. What's your favorite way to take care of yourself? I mean, this is a perfect question for this episode. (laughs) I every day I do this, and I know we talked about this, but it's so true. Is I make time for myself every day. I just throughout the day just. 
recognize, oh, my shoulders are getting tight. I'm going to stop what I'm doing mm-hmm. and just be in the moment and just walk away. And whether it's that one minute to catch my breath, to look out the window, to sit outside, it's giving myself that moment every day just to focus. And it doesn't take long. 30 seconds, Mm -hmm. five minutes. If I need 10 minutes, I need half an hour, but I do it. It's a daily habit. I don't even think about it anymore. Just, just do it. (laughs) And that's all that practice over all those years. And that's showing the importance of the journey and the, that. So if you have a bucket list, you may not, but if you do, what would be, what's at the top of the list? Wow. A bucket list. Oh my God. (laughs) I don't even have a bucket list. A lot of people don't. But you know what? (sighs) To me, my bucket list is this. When I'm on my deathbed, I want to be able to say, this is what I did in my life Mm. that made me happy. Rather than focusing on what I didn't do and Mm. what I should have done and what I should have changed. So that's my bucket list. To be able to, on my deathbed, look at life and say, yeah, that, that's my bucket list. That's beautiful. And it's, mm-hmm. it's strong because it's like, ooh. <laughs> mm. That is so powerful. Yeah, Thank I you. love that. It's beautiful. Okay, the last one. So this, I'm excited to hear your answer for this one because of all the books, and I recognize many of them behind you. Oh. <laughs> what is... And I know there's more than one likely, but what is one (laughs) book that changed your life? Oh, yeah, it's here, isn't it? (laughs) A few of them, actually, they're all right here, but Celestine Prophecies and The Secret. Mm. Um, In The Secret, there's two, but Celestine Prophecies, I say, is number one. Um, Because it opened my eyes to things that were there and I didn't realize that were there. But once I read that, it's like, oh my gosh, is that why this is happening? Is this why this? And that was part of my healing journey as well. So yeah, I have to say this. The power of now is awesome as well. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I'd say, yeah, definitely the Celestian prophecies. Yeah. I love it. Awesome. And I, I love how you said, one, you know, it's, you didn't even know, but once you know, you know, and then you can't yeah. go back. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you so, so much, Tanya. Love the conversation. How can people get in touch with you if they want to find you? So I'm going to say the first place because everybody's, I shouldn't say everybody, a huge percentage is on social media. (laughs) So they can look at me on Instagram, Tanya Otterstein Lees, on Facebook as well. Uh, You can go to my website, uh, bodybusiness.ca. But yeah, I always encourage people to reach out, right? That's what I'm here for is to have you release and, and help get past that roadblock because we all have one and if I can you know offer people a tip that's really specific to what they're going through then I'm here to help you get what you need Uh, so yeah that's the best way to reach me because I mean, there's some point in time where at one point in our day, we are on social media. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you had a free gift. 
Yes, yeah, tied into where I'm about is a deep dive uh, session where for I'm here to listen to you uh, in pure safe space in confidentiality. You feel you can't talk to anybody else. I'm here to listen and again share with you a tip based on your specific struggle you might be having, and that is. Um, complimentary and it's just deep diving deep diving unleasing and harnessing <laughs> what's deep inside of that mm. person that's Great. fantastic thank you so much and we'll have all that information in the show notes as well so people can find it there again so i just absolutely love this conversation thank you so much for being here with us today and it's always so important to talk about self-love and self-care it's not something we were taught it's not something that was on our radar when growing up so the more we can have conversations about self-love and self-care the more we will heal as as a world exactly and thank you ladies for having me i love this conversation we could i could go on and on with you about this <laughs> thank you so much for having me and allowing me to share that message thanks oh, so much so welcome yeah right. so thank you everybody have a great and wonderful day and we'll see you at the next episode thanks so much bye thank you for joining us for this episode of masks off if you enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe and share with friends and family. Check out the show notes for how to contact us. Remove your masks. Live your life. See you next time on Masks Off.